Welcome to the Dale Sabor A Tu Salute podcast by Tadine. I am your host, Chef Carla Contreras. Join me as we steep in the world of Tadine with tea-inspired recipes, steeping tips, and interviews with fellow creatives, foodies, and entrepreneurs from our community. You can find Tadine at Tadine Teas on Instagram and more information in today's show notes. Denise, welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're going to talk about ponche navideño, which is Mexican Christmas punch. But first, if people haven't listened to your previous podcast, can you introduce yourself and how you serve your community? Hi, I'm Denise Favela from Echo Visto Comido on Instagram. And I am a Mexican-American recipe developer and researcher. And I enjoy sharing more about the history of our food and my culture. I love having you back. Let's talk about what's in your taza. What was your last studying tea? My last was the cinnamon. I really enjoy it in the evenings and I'm enjoying it with a bit of honey and a drop of lemon. Ooh, I have never tried canalita with lemon. Yeah. I I have to try that. It's really great. I kind of, it's kind of like my combo to deal with the, you know, chili cough that we're all getting these days. Yeah. Can you share with us about Banche Navadeño and its history? Because I know that you have so much to share with us. Yeah, of course. So I'll start by saying that the history of Ponche Navideño, there's a lot of contending theories. So I'll just kind of start off by explaining what it is and how it's enjoyed in Mexico during the Christmas season. So Ponche Navideño is a warm drink that includes different fruits and ingredients that I'll discuss in a little bit. And traditionally, we start enjoying it as of December 16th when the posadas begin, which is you know, part of a Catholic religious activity that symbolizes the journey of uh, Virgin Mary before giving birth to Jesus Christ, which is Christmas. And it should be also noted that it gained popularity as a drink by pilgrims that visit the Basilica de Guadalupe um, in the city of Mexico for her feast day on the 12th of December. So, but today, you know, it's enjoyed by many of us once the chili season starts. At least we're here in California. I've already started enjoying it. It's wonderful to drink in the evenings. So what does Panche Navadeño include? I know that there's thousands of combinations of this, but what can you tell us more about what the ingredients are inside a typical Panche Navadeño? Yes. So you said it correctly. There's so many different variations and the variations vary greatly between regions in Mexico because we always have to keep in mind that people make adjustments to this drink based on what's readily available in their region. So there might be a lot of variation in the fruits. But a very generic ponche would include apples, guava, tejocote, tamarindo, which is tamarind, sugar canes, and jamaica. And of course, some might add a little piquete, which is a bit of a shot, a way of spiking that warm punch during chilly evenings. Yeah, I've talked to many people about ponche, and they say that, you know, for children, they save it to the side, that you can have it with or without alcohol. Can we talk about the origin of ponche navadeño? Because I think this story is fascinating. So I first thought wanted to start by thanking my professor Edgar Salgado at La Escuela Gastronomía de México because I consulted with him because there's so many different contending theories um, that you'll find when you're doing research. And the truth is that they're theories and we can't 
assert that the one is, you know, in fact, how it reached Mexico. I'm sorry. Or, but we do a little, a little bit about the origin in terms of the word. So we'll start with there. So the word of the punch actually comes from a Hindi word, pak, which means five and refers to the original number of ingredients, which is palm alcohol, sugar, lemons, water, and tea. And its translation in English is what we now know as punch. Wow, that is fascinating. So how did this reach Mexico? So as I said before, there's a couple of a contending theory, theories, but here are some plausible ones on how it reached Mexico. So the drink was adopted by English sailors um, from the British East Indian Company, and they brought it to England, where it was spread to other European countries, such as Spain and Germany, between the 16 to 1700s. And it should be noted that the drink had been consumed, and it was in Christmas of the 1800s, particularly 1847, when Charles Dickens included a recipe for the drink in his famous A Christmas Carol. And his English amateur readers began to consume it at Christmas, which I found incredibly fascinating. This is absolutely mind-blowing to me. And, you know, in Spain, we find some vestiges that indicate that in 1830, it was already served on special occasions in elegant or large punch bowls. So although we can't assert a precise historical event um, on the entry of this tradition in Mexico, we know that these theories can help explain how we now experience this unique traditional drink in Mexico. And we can conclude that it could possibly have been brought to Mexico by either the English or the Spanish. And obviously today in the United States, we enjoy this drink thanks to many Mexican immigrants who bring these traditions with them from Mexico and have popularized the drink in the United States. Denise, that's so fascinating about Charles Dickens. Who knew that the Christmas punch was linked to Ponte Navadeño? Like, that is amazing to know. I would like to know about your ponche recipe. Could you walk us through how you make it and what ingredients are in it? Yes. So it was like a classic ponche that we enjoy. And obviously, there's always some variations. You know, some family don't like one ingredient or whatnot, but just a classic is I start with a liter of water and I add uh, two medium piloncillos and two medium sticks of cinnamon and I put them to boil. Now, once they've boiled and they've reduced, that's when I'll add some of the fruit, which include the seven guavas. I'll cut them in half. Now, some people like to pit them and remove the seeds. I like to keep them. I personally enjoy it. Then I add eight peeled tejocotes. Uh, The tejocotes, I briefly put them in some water so that the skin will soften and I peel them. Some people will enjoy it, like it with the skin, but that's just an option to remove the skin. And I'll add two large red apples, cut in um, quarters, six prunes, and half a cup of raisins. And eight pieces of one-inch pieces of fresh sugar cane. It doesn't always have to be the sizing precise, but I like to keep them in a a size that can be managed in a cup. And half a cup of Jamaica and one cup of orange juice. And I'll put that to a boil. And once it's boiled, I stop, turn it off, take it off the heat. And that's when if you want to add some alcohol, you can add an alcohol of your choice. You can add it and serve and definitely It's warming and it has a lot of wonderful fragrant flavors that come together. 
Beautiful. And I'm going to ask you about a couple of the ingredients in case people listening to this podcast are unfamiliar. Biloncillos. What is that? Biloncillos is the Mexican raw sugar that you will find in many Mexican grocers. It's often shaped at like a cone and it's brown. It's an unprocessed sugar that we enjoy in a lot of these drinks. I would say if you live in a region that you can't find them, a brown sugar would be a replacement or, or, or white sugar if necessary. But if you can, you could locate those in your grocer and look for the ones that are cone-shaped, a medium size, because there's a large and a medium size. Denise, can you tell us about the tejecotes? If people aren't familiar with them, I feel like they are a relative of the crab apple, but I would love to know what you do with them. Yes. So tejocotes have an incredible amount of pectin. And if you, in fact, Josefina Velázquez de León in one of her Christmas books, because it's a seasonal fruit, um, in some parts it's available all year round, it's included and she has a, a marmalade, a jelly recipe that you can make with it. So, you know, I've, I've read about a lot of the nutritional benefits of it. And traditionally, it's enjoyed very much in Mexican um, punch. It's kind of like you can't have Mexican Christmas punch without it. But there's so many other ways that you can enjoy the jocotes. And that's one of the ways that you can actually make a jelly or a marmalade with it. Thank you so much for sharing. I'm going to ask you about the Jamaica specifically because Tadine sells the whole flowers. So I would like to know what is the Jamaica and how do you use it inside the ponche? So the Jamaica are these beautiful flowers um, that are grown in lots of southern Mexico and it's enjoyed um, throughout Mexico in aguas frescas and in teas and a lot of people discuss of there are many nutritional and health benefits and it's included in the ponche. In fact, there's some research that indicates that this punch has been used for many healing, uh, its healing properties based on its inclusion of Jamaica and other fruits. And, you know, you can enjoy the leaves, um, whether it be in this punch or in your agua fresca. It's just such a wonderful ingredient to have on hand in your dry goods section of your kitchen because there's so many ways to enjoy it. One being the Mexican Christmas punch. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing all your knowledge about Ponche Navideño. Can you tell us how we can find you, how we can support you? Thank you so much. Yes, you can find me on Instagram under Echo. Visto Comido. And I am always there and available for you to um, write me or follow me any of my, my recipes. I could also, I'm also available via email via hecho visto comido at gmail.com. Thank you, Denise. And I also want to highlight that the recipe that you mentioned is going to be on Instagram at Denise Dees. Yes, it will be. Gracias. Thank you so much for steeping in the world of Tadine. I am your host, Chef Carla Contreras. You can find Tadine at Tadine Teas on Instagram and more information in the show notes. If you're on iTunes or Spotify, please leave us a review. Adios. 